and welcome to another edition of Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I'm here with my lovely friend, confidant, the lovely Pam. Hey, Pam, how are you? Is that me? <laughs> well, unless you change the name. <laughs> for you this week not that I'm aware of anyway <laughs> oh you didn't get my call in <laughs> oh you called out six days okay so we have a substitute of course oh my gosh well how are you doing I'm doing wonderful been having fun uh, like we've been saying between texts about these movies they're knocking them out of the park already oh my gosh I know I've been so glued to my couch it's like I've been sitting for so long that I have to remind myself, get up and move on. Like commercial breaks, you know, the commercial breaks during the movies are so long anyway. So it's a good time to refill snacks, go to the bathroom, do whatever. But it's also a good time to just stretch because you kind of become a couch potato. But I'm loving every moment of it. I'm just enjoying all the movies so far. The season has kicked off with a bang and... I was already excited coming into the season. Now I'm really excited for all these great movies. But I'm really excited to be here with you tonight because we are bringing to you our first interview for this holiday season, which I'm so stoked about. Um, Pam, this guest, he's probably up there as one of my all-time faves. And all the years that we have been doing interviews with guests, it was just, I don't think we stopped laughing the entire time. I don't think so either. I mean, he was a hoot. I absolutely love this interview. Well, to keep everyone from not being in suspense, it was Darby Hinton. We had the just unbelievable opportunity, kind of a last-minute thing, um, to be able to speak with him for a few minutes um, about, his movie he is going to be starring in Christmas Wishes and Mistletoe Kisses coming up later tonight on the Hallmark Channel and uh, so we he was an absolute delight and we had so much fun speaking with him and he has done a little bit of everything like this man his acting resume is so long it's unbelievable but he is he has been acting since he was like six months old, if you can believe that. He, it has been in his blood his entire life. He has appeared in shows such as Mr. Ed, Wagon Train, Route 66, The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. He's probably best known for playing the role of Fess Parker's son, Israel Boone, on the hugely popular The Daniel Boone Show, which ran for six seasons and had a Thursday night viewing audience of 30 million by its fourth season. And even to this day, the show still has millions of loyal fans and lives on in reruns, attracting even more fans. I mean, the man has played every role imaginable. He has been around um, and has, I mean, he's just done so much. But so we were excited when we learned he was going to be in. Um, Christmas Wishes and Mistletoe Kisses this weekend, um, and I can't wait to see him on screen. He's just he's just a delight. Um, so, Pam, I would say for our first interview of the season, 
this one knocked it out of the park. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you remember correctly last week when we were talking about the movie, I said I absolutely love the title of the movie. I know. So. I know it, <laughs> it really does. And it's one you don't forget. But it, the movie also stars uh, Jill Wagner and Matthew Davis. So great pairing there. I think it's their first time appearing in a movie together. Darby is going to play Jill's father in the movie. And so great character. So it's going to be a great movie, with, which you can catch that at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central later tonight. But we're going to bring to you now this wonderful interview with Mr. Darby Hinton. Enjoy the show, because we sure did. Hi, this is Darby Hinton, and you're listening to Pam and Dawn. Hello, Darby, and thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really, really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. Well, thank you for inviting me in. You're very welcome. So from what I've read, you've been in show business since you were six months old. And I'm assuming, of course, that your parents decided this for you, but you've been an actor since then. No, it was my what burning is... desire, and I stood yeah. up in my crib and said, give me the lights, give me the You're camera right? in action. Someone took a photo of you, and you said, that's it, that's for me. You know, I actually found one of those first photos, too. That's funny you should say that. But, yes, really? my dad was an actor, and... Um, and my mom got me in the business actually because of a joke. Uh, oh, quickly, the joke is my I had two older sisters, and they were both in the business. So when I came along, they would say to my father, so, you know, your son, is, is he going to be in the business? Do you think he'll be an actor? And my dad would be like, I don't know. The kid's a bum. He's a month old. He hasn't earned a dime. You know, <laughs> or, or he's two months old, hasn't earned a dime. And he used to love to tell this joke, and it drove my mom crazy. So she went out and managed to get me on Playhouse 90. Didn't tell him about it. Made him sit and watch it. Oh, we got a friend on here. You got to watch it. He watched the whole thing and turned at the end and looked at her and goes, Marilyn, you sure know how to ruin a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that was it. That's how I got in the biz. And and then I did a couple other things. And then, unfortunately, my father was killed when I was 14 months old. Um, wow. Actually, flying back, Fox had called him up from a family vacation, said they had a project they wanted him to do. So he chartered a plane and, unfortunately, didn't make it the whole way. And my mom decided to, you know, being a single mom with two older sisters, it may be staying in the business would be a good way to have a lot of male influence around me. And, uh and she kept me active, and I loved it. So it worked out very well. That's quite the story. Um... <laughs> well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And uh... <laughs> Well, let's put it this way. We are very happy that you have stayed in the business. So <laughs> what keeps you going, though, through all these years? Oh, you know, it's just fun, and and I I really lucked into it. Uh, you know, I got on the Daniel Boone series, so I grew up with Fess Parker and Daniel Boone as a surrogate dad. Um, you know, along with Rosie Greer and Ed Ames and all the wonderful people that were on that show. And you know, I I love to travel. It gives me freedom. I've done martial arts films in the Philippines. I've worked in Romania and Bulgaria, and you know, all over the place. And 
I love it. What can I say? I'm, I'm not one of those uh, kid actors that looks back on, you know, you stole my childhood and how dare you and how could you. And I actually love it and have a great time. And that being said, I do, I have sat on the sag After Young Performers Committee looking out for kid actors. I'm very proud to have been at the first meeting and almost every meeting since over the last 19 years for Looking Ahead, which is a great organization through the Actors Fund that looks out for kid actors. And then, of course, Paul Peterson, who's a great friend, you know, from the Donna Reed Show and everything. He has a minor consideration, which has done more in Sacramento and actually around the country uh, to help child actors protect them uh, legally. So Uh I, I do, I know that there is a challenge with a lot of young performers. Unfortunately, I, I, I've seen that and I've helped out with that, but I've had a great time. I love the business. There are some pitfalls, but you ask me what keeps me in it, I can't see going and sitting behind the same desk every day. That would not work for me. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's something that a lot of us have to do and we live through you, so thank you for that. <laughs> that's right. Well then I better have a dang good time. That's all I can say. <laughs> You put a lot of pressure on me, but you know what? I'll step up to the plate. Thank yep, you. Thank you're you. up to the challenge. Well, Darby, you have played so many different characters throughout your career. And is there a character in particular that is just near and dear to your heart that stood out to you the most? Well, of course, you know, the fact that everybody still loves Israel Boone after 50 years. Um, you know, I love that character. There, There was a time when I tried to kind of move away from it and let's see if I can just be normal. But, you know, it's it's played all around the world. Uh, people still love it. So that one has really stood out for me. Um, you know, there's just been so many fun ones. Uh, the one I got to do in Romania, I remember I went to school on a college ship that went around the world and we, and we studied different places. And I remember sailing through the Black Sea and the teacher brought us up on deck and showed us Romania. Uh, you know, this is back in the late 70s, early 80s. And he said, you know, that's Romania. That's the most Iron Curtain country there. You know, no American will ever go there, and you can't. And I just thought at some point I'll I'll go there. Mm-hmm. And then years later with Graydon Clark, uh, we did a movie there, and I, got, I played a U.S. park ranger, and I got to plant the American flag there and fly yeah. it for the month and a half that we were working. And... You know, just little things to me like that I think are fabulous. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And I hope you contacted your teacher to say, hey, guess where I am? Where was social media back then where you could have, like, been on Instagram and tagged at the location of where you were, like on the movie set? How cool would that have been? Yeah, but you know what? I am so happy that I did not grow up with social media and everybody having a recorder and a video camera in their back pocket and I mean, it was uh, challenging enough to grow up kind of in the spotlight, but I just couldn't imagine it today. It's it's crazy where they have apps that follow the actors around. Um, you know, they did that. I, I grew up, of course, you know, friends with Michael Jackson and Donny Osmond, and, and I always remember he had his house, Donny Osmond had a littler house whenever they needed to do things in town in West Los Angeles in the shadow of the Mormon temple there. And it wasn't far from where I uh, went back into junior high school. 
And they used to always station two girls outside his house. And the reason there were always, and it took me a while to figure it out, but then I finally did. The reason there were two girls outside his house, because if he did come in to use that, they needed to leave one girl there while the other girl jumped in a car to drive to find a pay phone to start calling the other girls to let them know that they're all there. <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> So as you're as you're mentioning that, I'm thinking to myself, Pam and I are huge Donny Osmond fans. That was us. We were the girls out there calling everybody. On <laughs> yeah. The Don't we wish? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, they you know good times, good people. But yeah, just today with the technology, even more tracking is a little scary. Yeah. Most definitely. And and it's you know, as you said, it's it's a difficult world for younger actors to grow up in because, you know, like I know my own children, as young adults they, they love social media and it's just become second nature. But when you're in the spotlight, every little thing you do is scrutinized and um it it's gotta be very difficult being in the spotlight today. It's it's a challenge. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it, you know, it was a challenge back then. I remember uh, they wrote up in the newspaper once. Uh, I think I was still doing the Boone Show, so I was probably about 13 or something. But they wrote up in one of the magazines that I had this big uh, fight with my mom, and you know, was disrespecting her in, in public and uh, acting up like a brat. And my mom and I couldn't think of when this happened. It just, you know, didn't work. My my mom was a wonderful mom, German, and I respected her all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, of course, my grandmother read this, and we both got a good talking to. <laughs> Even oh, though neither one of us, but my grandma read it in print, so it has to be true. That's right. Very <laughs> 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 much like the Internet. If it's on the Internet, believe it, because it's true. Um, well, we've already established that you could have never worked a nine-to-five job, a desk job. But if you had not gotten into acting, what career do you think you would have pursued? Probably would have been in oceanography, marine biology. I was very lucky. I got to study under uh, Jean-Michel Cousteau and, and Philippe, um, and I always loved the oceans. So it would have been that. Um, and I do love teaching and coaching. You know, I, I got to work alongside and work with uh, Tony Robbins for over nine years. I was a master trainer for him. Um, so I, I also like that personal development. You know, as an actor, you study people. <laughs> you study people and mm -hmm. situations and what makes people do the things they do. And uh, fortunately, I happened to to kind of get into that world with Tony Robbins and, um, oh, sorry, my mind. I'm very fortunate. I've had three movies come out uh, this year, and I have been traveling a lot, and this is the first weekend I'm looking forward to being home in the last couple of months because I've just been on the road constantly. So sometimes my brain stays back in the last country. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so, um, yeah, if, if I had to pick another job, it probably would have been around those. But like I say, I, I've been blessed in working. So, and I also, you know, I love doing construction um, and building things and making things. 
to Well, you also like to write because you wrote a very successful book called Growing Up in Israel. So where <laughs> did that title come from? What's this book about? Because I just found out about it. Well, it's Growing Up Israel Boone. And, um, yes, about the writing. In the book, I explain that I am dyslexic. So I don't like to, you know, read a lot of words. And my mom always had a camera around her neck, if not two. And she was always taking pictures, which used to cause a lot of tension at times. <laughs> but she had boxes and boxes of pictures. Then I would go out and I would do these autograph shows, you know, and I'd sign a couple pictures. I said, you know what, I'm going to put maybe a dozen of these pictures together and, and do that. So it will be something else that, that the fans and friends can look at and see and I threw it together quickly I got on the plane which was the first time that I could really sit down and look at it I looked at it and went your mother was an English teacher she would come back and slap you if you let this thing out (laughs) (laughs) so instead I came back but but I had that rough draft with me and people saw it and they really liked it and they were putting in pre-orders I'm saying but it's not done so now the ego got involved. So that book went from having a dozen pictures to over 500 pictures in it. Wow. And it finally gave me an excuse to go through the attic and go through the old trunks and boxes that, you know, the rats had started eating through or water was dripping and, and save some of these old pictures. So a lot of it is told through pictures. And... uh it is a fun book. It was fun collecting all of them and putting them together, and people have been loving it, so I'm I'm happy it happened. Well, you know, and what a legacy to leave behind for, you know, your family members, too, because they could always go back and look at that, and or some of them may not, you know, they might be too young to see what you have been through in your life and, and your acting career and such. So that's that's great for them, too. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's good. Well, if you were going to write I, I another book. Then, I, I wish ahead. back then the cameras were like they are now because, you know, back then you had to get the focus and the aperture mm-hmm. and, the, you know, shutter speed and all. So taking a picture wasn't a quick pop, pop. It always, you know, stop, pose. <laughs> but uh, you're right. I did have to thank mom after all these years for the pictures That's she right. did take. Yep. Moms are always right. They always know what they're doing. They you have are. to remember that. <laughs> Might take a couple of decades to figure that out, but yes. That's right. <laughs> well, that's the same for all of us, you know. So there, you're not any different than we are. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I see that you recently went behind the camera as a producer. What have you taken from all your experience in the acting business to use as a producer? Oh, well, I've always loved the set. I'm not the kind that likes to hang out in the dressing room or anything. So I've always kind of helped. I actually, back with Graydon Clark, which is a great director I hooked up with, we turned out about, oh gosh, nine or ten at least, uh, movies. And he helped me produce a couple of those. Um, This last one was great because... You know, at the autograph shows I go to, I have so many people come up to me and go, you know, we love Daniel Boone. It was so family-friendly. You know, the mm-hmm. whole family could sit down and watch it. Had a great message, but it wasn't hitting you over the head with it. And, you know, why don't they make movies like that anymore? And I mm-hmm. kept hearing, why don't they? 
So um, I was presented with this wonderful little script about Bill Tillman and the Outlaws, Bill Tillman being a real marshal. Uh, even Wyatt Earp and those people said that Bill Tillman was the best. And he actually did make a little movie. And then we bring out The Outlaws, which I got to play Cole Younger. And it was just a very nice old Western script, you know, not overly violent at all. And there was family friendly. So I said, great, let's try to put this together. So I called in some of my good buddies. We got Bobby Carradine playing Frank James. We have Lana Wood, you know, the great Bond girl and everything. She's in there playing a a wonderful character like she's never played before. We got Don Collier from High Chaparral and the John Wayne movies. He's in there. And Johnny Crawford, probably the last appearance on the screen Johnny Crawford will make. But we have Johnny Crawford wow. come in there, too. So it was just really fun pulling all those people together and, and making a movie. And it's gotten great reviews. Um, we just went at the Wild, uh, the Wild Bunch Film Festival. We picked up seven awards, including Best Ensemble Cast, and they were nice enough to give me Best Supporting Actor. So I'm having Congratulations. a lot of fun. With Thank Congrats. you. I'm having a lot of fun with that movie, and there's another one called um, uh, called Wild Faith, and that has been picking up the Best Faith-Based Movie in a number of awards, from the Burbank International Film Festival to, oh, back east in a number of them. So that's another wonderful little movie. So it's been a great year. And then, of course, Christmas Wishes and Mistletoe Kisses. Yes, and, you know, when you said family-friendly, my mind went right to that because there is no friendlier family friendlier network than Hallmark Channel as we know and Pam and I were so excited to learn that you were going to be starring in this movie and so can you share a little bit about your character and the story without giving too much away too much well there's a couple of people that might fall in love have I said too much already no, I think you're okay. There, there might be some trials and tribulations right, along the way. Right, right. There, there might be a kiss interrupted. Uh, yeah. No, no, now I am giving away too much. I better not. <laughs> it will also snow. Yeah, you know, that, that, I don't, oh, my gosh. You may have given that one away, though, Darby. So that's <laughs> Oh, it's it's just a great little Hallmark. Yeah, and you know it's not only Hallmark friendly, but it's just a feel good, uh, you know, network. When you watch the movies, you can't help but you know get a smile and feel good, and you know get a cozy warm drink. And they brought together a great cast: Jill Wagner, what a lovely lady, mm-hmm. and wonderful actress, and you know very supportive. Um, she stayed there. They wrapped her, and we were working late. We were supposed to wrap around 12 o'clock at night. We were going till 2, 2, 30, almost 3. And then they finally wrapped her, and they only had one more scene to do, which was me on the telephone tour. So she started to walk away, and she goes, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be on the phone to you. I'm like, yes, that's, that's fine. We can have the script girl, somebody else read it. You know, it's just going to be on me. You're not even on camera. Please go home, get some sleep and everything. Oh, no, no, that's an important scene. And her husband had come to the set at – midnight to take her you know to drive her home because it was for the weekend so he'd been just sitting in a trailer all those hours and she's like no that's an important scene i should stay here and read it for you and she did i mean that's that's wonderful i I love it when you know 
the actors come together like that. And of course, the lovely Donna Mills, which is another just dream to work yes. with. Yes. I mean, I did a Knott's Landing with her uh, one or two years yes. ago. Yes. <laughs> one of my favorite series to watch back in the day. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, just Donna doesn't age. She still looks wonderful. And then all the way down to the young uh, kid in it, the new one, Wyatt, uh, which was a young little actor. Of course, I always keep my eye on those guys, and he was just a pro in it, too. So I really hope everybody enjoys it. I guess Hallmark does if it's kicking off their season. Absolutely. And, and you know, um, I believe that Jill is a North Carolina native. I think she was born and raised in North Carolina, um, or was at least born in North Carolina. But I just love Jill. And you can hear little nuances of a southern dialect in her sometimes on screen but um but it's going to be a great movie um the previews have been phenomenal i think uh people are just so excited about the movie and it being a great kickoff to the holiday season um and so we're just we're very excited to see how it's all going to unfold and you being on screen so that's never a bad thing it's always good to see you on screen when we can well, thank you. I like to be seen on screen whenever I can. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think we might have to break out a little uh, apple cider or something early ourselves to to kick this season off. You know, usually um, my wife is the kind that will play Christmas carols the minute they start showing up, and I've always, can't we at least wait till you know, Thanksgiving is over. Oh, but, my gosh. Now, you but, just described Dawn. She's a Christmas <laughs> fanatic, and I am you. I am like, okay, Dawn, can we wait, you know, at least till I see some snow or something? I don't know. <laughs> but we kid about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, and, I of course, it. now I'm going to have to agree with it. Oh, I think we should start it on the 26th. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you have such a wait <laughs> it just it seems like a thing to do. Imagine that. But um well, before we wrap up the interview um with you, we love to play a little game called the five question lightning round. There are no wrong answers. They're all Christmas related, of course. And um and so we wanna hit you with this, you answer whatever comes to mind and we'll wrap it up. Do do I get to win a prize? Uh, <laughs> well, there's no pause. wrong answer. There's no wrong answers, so you already win. <laughs> oh, okay. How 2019 of you? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Let me let me put on my thinking cap. Go ahead. There's nothing hard. Trust me. Okay. Your favorite Christmas tradition? Famous uh, decorating the Christmas tree. I get to put the lights on. Ah. That's always a good thing. <laughs> All right. Well, I could say opening presents, but that sounds a little uh, <laughs> right to the point. It's okay. <laughs> the open present game, so we're we're good. All right. What is your favorite Christmas song? Oh, I love the Little Drummer Boy. Um, I'd go with that one. That's the first one that popped up. Okay, your favorite Christmas movie. Oh, Did You Know? I also love that one. Mary, Did You yeah. Know? That one gets me That's every good. time. Yeah. And your favorite Christmas movie? 
Christmas wishes and mistletoe <laughs> kisses. What a silly How question. How did I not know he was going to say that? <laughs> that was like a dumb moment I had. Please forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't even seen it yet. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right. Hot toddy or hot chocolate? Chocolate. Okay. And last but not least, white lights or colored lights? Oh, please. That you have just hit the nail on the sore head in this house. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> After many years, last year was the first year I got to put up some colored lights. My my wife is a wonderful interior designer that they fly all over the world to do projects and things and stuff. So it's kind of hard to argue when she does the decorations. But she's she's English and white lights, and I grew up with tinsel and colored lights and flashing, and a lot of Hollywood. So, so that's an ongoing um, discussion at our house. Oh, I bet, I bet it's it's a discussion in a lot of households between you know what is the preferred. Light. As far as I'm concerned, mix it up. It, the more the merrier. There you go. There you um, go. I like that. You can never have too many lights at Christmas time. That is well, just see now, you, no, you could not give me that carte blanche because I would be the guy that blew the neighborhood oh. by, <laughs> by just doing the house top to bottom. <laughs> in a minute, right? That's what I just thought about. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, I I think throwing some color in it's fun. Oh, and yeah, I do definitely. agree the white the white looks very elegant and nice. I'm not saying that either, but yes. You you got to mix it up every now and then. Mhm. And there's just something about once the tree is decorated and that's the only thing that's on in the room. It's just the the tree, the lit tree, and you just get to sit with, you know, your coffee, your hot chocolate and just admire it and it's just beautiful. It's very peaceful too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I used to, I don't anymore because of the environment and everything else, but I used to love tinsel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just makes the light shimmer that much more and go up below in the breeze, and yeah. That's yeah, true. But now, you know, like times have changed. Now we have a live tree that we wheel in, and we decorate that, and, you know, we're we're a lot lot better that way. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, that concludes our five-question lightning round. Thank you for playing along. You were such a great sport. <laughs> no no problem. I, I didn't do too many of them lightning-like, but uh, there you go. <laughs> hey, but there was no wrong It's always fun to hear what, what people have to say on those answers. Exactly. And thank you so much for joining us tonight. You don't even know what a pleasure it was speaking with you, and we welcome you back anytime. Well, I thank you very much, Pam and Don, and it was a pleasure to be on your show. I had a lot of fun. Thank you so and much. I, and I, I, you, you relax the rest of the weekend. I, I certainly will, and I hope you all enjoy Christmas wishes and mistletoe kisses. We will be watching with pleasure. Can't wait. Is that, you don't even have to say Hallmark. You just say the title and people know what it is. Right? That's right. That's true. <laughs> All right, ladies. It was a pleasure. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Don't leave us yet. 
Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X M A S M U V I E S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget that's spelled M U V I E S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week. <laughs>